0: Welcome back to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. Now, the NRL has announced the nominees for the M Awards. Let's have a look at some of the players that we could see get some awards going into the M night. So, uh, for the fullback of the year, there are three nominees here. The first one is James Tedesco, the second one is Dylan Edwards, the third one is Kalen Ponger. Now, you got to go and look at the entire season when you're doing these ones. Obviously, the Roosters had a really bad slump in form. Uh, Tedesco wasn't playing too well. Uh, it didn't have the best start to the Origin Series either. Um, but the Roosters did start playing well towards the back end of the year, and there were some games where Tedesco really carried this Roosters side uh, to some of those wins, particularly in that losing period where they really weren't going well. In the games that they won... Uh, James Edsco was a big part of that, so I guess he, he's had an on and off year. I don't know if he's been consistent enough where I go that's a dehi of the year performance. Now Dylan Edwards, he's had a pretty consistent year. he gets the same stats pretty much every single week. Um, he I guess we haven't really been talking about Dylan Edwards too much, but I feel like that's as a result of him you know doing what he does and getting you know very consistent stats each and every week. So he's been quite consistent. Wouldn't be too surprised if he was the one to get that award, to be honest. And then there's Kalen Ponga. And Kalen Ponga obviously has been out for a little bit of, for for most of the year. Um, with injuries, different injuries as well uh, and towards the back end of the year they were sort of you know sussing out easier 5-8 a fullback. As soon as he's gone to fullback uh, he's absolutely killed it and he's played really consistent and really impressive football uh, particularly after the origin period as well he was really really impressive so Kalen Ponga definitely a good shout but then again if you're looking at for someone who's been consistent throughout the entire year when you're looking at these three guys who has been the most consistent throughout the entire year, you've got to go with Dylan Edwards, I think. Uh, and yes, a lot of people are going to have a bit of uproar about that. But in terms of consistency, you got to go Dylan Edwards. If I'm picking just who's been the best this year, I'm probably going to go with Callum Ponga, to be honest. The way that he ended the year for Newcastle, the fact that Newcastle have made the finals as well uh, and went deep pretty much you know halfway through the finals as well, um, I've got to go with Callum Ponga there. And a lot of people didn't really expect the Knights to be in finals this year, and they were a bit of a dark horse, I guess, um, You know, going into the back end of the year. I've got to go Callum Ponga, though. I think that with the circumstances, he's done a great job. Same argument can be made for James Tedesco. Yes, at the start of the year, we had them as favourites to win the comp, the Sydney Roosters, but uh, obviously they had a really bad slump in form. They were sort of getting used to this new spine as well, uh, obviously with Brandon Smith coming into the fray as well. Uh, But towards the back end of the year, they had a really solid back end of the year, um, and I guess defied expectations as far as expectations that we had after they had this really bad slump in form, which was, how are they going to make finals here? There's not a chance they're making finals. I had them as done and dusted for finals, and then obviously they had that really late run where they were winning every game, Um, but yeah, look, I mean... You could make the same argument for James Tedesco. I think the best this year for me is Callum Ponga. The most consistent is Dylan Edwards. I think it's a two-horse race between those two guys. James Tedesco, you can see why he's one of the nominees, though. He has been fantastic towards the back end of the year when the Roosters have been going well and have been winning games. Uh, in terms of wingers of the year, we've got a few nominees here. Obviously, there's two winners for the wingers, as there is for centres. Uh, but for the wingers, we've got Dallin Watanee-Zelezniak, who has been a tri-scoring machine. Jermaine Osako, same deal, tri-scoring machine. Brian Toto, Dominic Young, Selwyn Cobbo, Ronaldo Molotalo. So... Let's go through each of these guys. with Tony Zelesniak, especially towards the start of the year, um, and you know, up until just recently, I guess when he hasn't been scoring tries. Last night he was absolutely sensational, um, but you know he he's had a mixed bag year. He's been a great try scorer for the most part. He has been really, really solid, and um, you know I definitely think that he deserves to be there. All right, I think in terms of this list, he's definitely been one of the best out of the list we've got in front of me. Um, Jermaine Asako, he has been fantastic and very consistent all year. I think if I'm picking one winner straight off the bat, it's got to be Jermaine Asako. He's definitely been the best winger this season for me. Uh, Brian Toto has had a pretty decent year. Ups and downs as well. And he has been out a little bit, I'm pretty sure. Um, but, you know, for the most part, he's been really good. Post contact meter king in Brian Toto. I think that, he, you know, if he gets it, I wouldn't be too surprised. Uh, Dominic Young, you know, try scoring machine. Top the try scoring list, I think, this season. Unless someone's just got in front of him. I think that he is the leading try scorer this year. Uh, Selwyn Cobbo. Yeah, I mean, Brisbane are going really well. He's been scoring a lot of tries this season. He's been doing some freakish things with the football. Again, someone that I won't be too surprised with if he gets it. Uh, Winger of the year. And then Ronaldo Molotalo. And Ronaldo Molotalo, I think, has had a very mixed year as well. He's had some really good games. He's also had some really, you know, 50-50 games as well. So... um, Yeah, look, very interesting one there, Ronaldo Mulatalo. I don't think he's going to win it out of this list. If I'm picking two guys from this list, it's probably going to be Dylan Moutenny-Zelezniak and Jermaine Asako. Dominic Young is definitely in the race for sure for me. So is Brian To. I think it's out of those four. Selwyn Cobbo as well is definitely a smoky. But if I'm picking out of this list, it's probably going to be Dylan Moutenny-Zelezniak and Jermaine Asako for me. Uh, moving on to the centres, we've got Stephen Crichton, uh, we got Bradman Best, Katoni Staggs, Campbell Graham, Herbie Farnworth, and Isaac Targo. So two Panthers centres here. Uh, we've also got two Broncos centres, one Rabbitoh and one Newcastle Knight. Now... Bradman Best is at a fucking solid year. He's been in Origin, um, you know, There's a lot of talk that he's going to be playing for the Kangaroos as well. He got selected in the squad, uh, the train-on squad as well, so... He's going to be in and around Australia camp as well this season. Bradman Best had a terrific debut for Origin, a fucking outstanding debut. So good that you'd think that he'd have to be there next year as well, Bradman Best. Uh, so he's definitely in the running. Not the year we expected from him. He's had a mixed back year. Uh, looking at the start of the year, he was a bit 50-50. Obviously went to Bali, got the tattoo. Great omen, comes over, kills it. Uh, comes back over, sorry, and kills it. Uh, So Bradman Best, definitely in the running for me. No one expected him to make origin, and he did with some really good form. Uh, Steven Crichton, mixed bag year again. I don't know if he's my first choice center of the year. Um, Tony Staggs, look, he's been 50-50 as well. Very mixed bag year from him. I don't know if he's been as consistent as some of the other guys in this list. Herbie Farnworth has been very consistent. I think that he's been in the Team of the Week every second week, if not every week uh, for me uh, and for most people that are doing Teams of the Weeks as well, other pages, he's been there quite a bit. He's had a really big year, Herbie Farnworth. He'd definitely be... Uh, One of the guys that I'd be thinking of for this list. Isaac Tungal had a long stretch out with injury. Has only recently just come back as well. I don't know if he's my center of the year. He's had some outstanding games, that's for sure. But I don't know if he's been uh, playing long enough for me to go. He's the center of the year. And I think he's been consistent enough for me to go. He's the center of the year. Campbell Graham, for the most part, has had a really strong year for the Rabbitohs. Um, you know, particularly when they're going well, he has been fantastic. They had a pretty, you know, mixed bag year. The South Sydney Rabbitohs, a really shocking end to the year, uh, you know, just due to some, I guess, work ethic and a bit of lack of consistency as well from the Rabbitohs. Uh, But yeah, look, I mean, Campbell Graham's definitely a shout for sure. I'd probably go him and Herbie Farnworth. Campbell Graham, Herbie Farnworth. I'd say Bradman Best would be uh, one of the guys that's a smoky as well. I'd even go as far as to say that Stephen Crichton might be a little bit of a smoky. But if I'm picking two centers here, I'm probably going to go Campbell Graham and Herbie Farnworth. For the most part, I've been very consistent, uh, both of those guys throughout the year. Uh, Moving on to the 5.8s, and this one's a very interesting one. We've got Ezra Mam, Cameron Munster, and Cody Walker as the nominees for the M Awards. Um, Look, Ezra, Ezra Mam has been so good this year, very consistent, and even when Reno's been out, he stood up and had some big games as well. Cameron Munster, Storm have had a mixed year. I don't think he's my 5'8th of the year. Not surprised if he gets it again, though. Melbourne Storm players generally do get a lot of awards. Wink, wink. I'm just kidding. Um, but, yeah, I don't think he's been as consistent. And I don't think he's been consistent enough for me to give him that award. And the same deal for, for Cody Walker for me. I don't think he's been uh, consistent enough to get the 5'8th of the year award for me. I think it's pretty easily for me swaying the way of Ezra Mam for five of the year. I think he's had a terrific year and I think he gets it. Half back of the year, Nathan Cleary, Daly Cherry Evans, Sean Johnson. Fuck. I think it's a two horse race between Sean Johnson and Daly Cherry Evans and it's a big call to leave Nathan Cleary out for me. But again, he's been out a few times this season. He hasn't been as good as I thought he would be this year, and he's had a very mixed bag year himself. Um, I I think the Panthers, for me, haven't been as good as I thought they would be, to be honest, and a big call from me, but I'd probably take the 2022 and 2021 Panthers teams over this year's team. Uh, they've been much more dominant in previous years than this year. They've lost a lot more games sorry, this year uh, than previous years. And look, it could be as a result of the, you know, the comp really evening out a lot more this season, but they just haven't been as dominant as I thought they would be. Now you look at these two five backs here. Daly Cherry Evans has had, you know, a really strong year, been in career best form and beaten Nathan Cleary in the origin arena from pretty much all three games as well. So Daly Cherry Evans for me is a really strong candidate for halfback of the year. But Sean Johnson has come out this year after a pretty average year last year and taken the Warriors to a grand final qualifier. So I think when you look at all of the factors going into this award, you've got to go Sean Johnson. You really do. And it is a two-horse race between Dully Cherry Evans and Sean Johnson. DCE has had a fucking outstanding year. Um, don't get me wrong. And he'll be very unlucky not to get the award for me. I think that Sean Johnson, though takes the cake there with all the factors going into this award. I think that Sean Johnson gets it. Uh, Hooker of the year, uh, Wade Egan, Apicorosau, and Harry Grant are the nominees. Uh, Wade Egan has had a terrific year as well and quite a consistent year. He's been so unlucky with injury, but even still, I think that when he's been in this side for the Warriors, he's had some pretty decent games. Apicorosau, I, I, I can't really give it to Apicorosau. I just can't. They've had a very... Crap year. And yes, he stood out in some games, but he hasn't been in terrific form where I go. He's the hooker of the year. Harry Grant has been very consistent for the most part for Melbourne as well. He's had a very strong year. He's probably been in the team of the week for the most part, uh, for most of the year as well, of having some big performances. I've got to go Harry Grant for me for hooker of the year. Wade Egan, pretty much close second, uh, but I'm going to go for uh, Harry Harry Grant Sorry for hooker of the year. Now, the props also have two winners and the first guy, the first nominee... I'm going to lock in right now because he's had a fucking outstanding year, and that is Lindsay Collins for the Roosters. He has been absolutely outstanding. He killed it in origin, and he's killed it at club level as well. I think he's going to kill it in this World Cup if he's selected. I think he is selected. I think he'll start too for the Kangaroos. Uh, he has had a big, big year. He is my front rower of the year um, at the moment. Uh, other candidates include Payne Haas, James Fisher-Harris, Nelson Osova-Solomona. Uh, we also have Jake Trevojevic and Adam Fenua-Blake. Now, yes, um, Jake Trevojevic has played front row forward for most of the year, more so than he's played in the lock forward role. Um, so he pretty much counts as a prop of the year. Uh, that's why he's not at lock of the year. We'll talk about the locks, obviously, in a second. Um, but if I'm looking for my other prop, Lindsay Collins, for me, is locked in. I think it's a two-horse race between Payne Haas and James Fisher-Harris. James Fisher-Harris has been killing it all year. He's had a really strong year. He's had a really strong year for the past three years when Panthers have been the successful franchise Franchise, sorry that they are. Nelson, I don't think has been as consistent as I would like him to be. He's also been out with injury a little bit. So is Jake Trafovich. So I can't give it to those two. Aden Fanua Blake has had a humongous year. It is a three-horse race for me for proper the year. Uh, A four-horse race, I should say, between uh, Lindsay Collins, Payne Haas, James Fisher Harris, and Aden Fanua Blake. Any four of these guys could get two of the awards, and I would not be one bit against it. One bit. Um, I've got to go Lindsay Collins to lock in one because he's just had a fucking out of nowhere fantastic year. Payne Harris is a freak. I don't think that I'd give it to him, though, against James Fisher-Harris, Adam Fenua-Blake. Gun to head. I'm going to go with Adam Fenua-Blake slightly. Again, I'm looking at circumstances. I'm looking at how dominant this Warriors side has been compared to previous years as well. Yes, the Panthers are going into the grand final. Yes, James Fisher-Harris has been good for the past three years, but I would love to see Adam Fenua Blake get this award, and I've got him just slightly over um, James Fisher-Harris. James Fisher-Harris, definitely close second for the award for sure. I'm going to go Lindsay Collins and Adam Fenua Blake for props of the year. Uh, Second row forwards of the year, we've got Liam Martin, Britton Nakora, Tyson Frizzell, Hamole Olakawatu, David Fafita, and Hudson Young. Now, we'll rule out um, the bystanders, I guess, for this award. Hamole Olakowatu hasn't been as consistent uh, as these other guys as well. I can't really give it to him. Tyson Frizzella had a pretty decent year. I don't know if he's had a better year than some of the other guys. Same as Britton Uh Dave Fafita has had a big year for the Gold Coast Titans. He's had some really big games. Again, not as consistent as some of the other guys. If I'm locking in one guy right now, it's Liam Martin. It's just who am I going to put with Liam Martin? Hudson Young um, has had a pretty decent year. I don't think know if he's been too consistent. Uh, so it's a pretty much a five-horse race between Britton Nakora, Tyson Frizzell, Homole Oluquatu, Dave Fafita, Hudson Young for me. Liam Martin locked in for sure. If I'm picking another one of these guys, I'm going to have to go with Dave Fafita just off the year that he's had for the Gold Coast Titans. He's had a really massive year. Big stats as well. Massive improvement from previous years. Getting more involved as well. I think he's going to be terrific under Desi next year as well. I'm going to go Dave Fafita for me. I think that if I'm picking a close third, it is going to be Tyson Frizzell. He's had a huge year for Newcastle, um, so he'd definitely be in contention for me. But if I'm picking two uh, back rowers of the year, it's Liam Martin, Dave Fafita with Tyson Frizzell, close third. Uh, And then lock of the year, we've got Torhu Harris, Isaiah Yo, or Patrick Carrigan. Now, Paddy Carrigan's been unreal, Isaiah yo has been unreal, and consistent all year as well. Torhu Harris has been a fucking workhorse for the Warriors. It is so hard to pick between these three guys. Isaiah Yeo could pretty much win it every single year if he continues on this trajectory as well. Uh, Same as Paddy Carrigan. He had a massive, massive origin series this season. uh, And just a massive year for the Broncos in what has been a massive year for the Broncos. I'm probably going to have to go with Torhu Harris though. I think he's been consistent. I think he's been a workhorse. He's had a never-say-die attitude all year. I'm going to go slightly with Tohu Harris. Any three of these guys could win it, and I wouldn't complain one bit, though. Um, but Tohu Harris, for me, has got to get this award. He has been so good for the Warriors. Now, Coach of the Year. Uh, three candidates here. I think I already know who I'm picking, but I'll read out the three candidates for this award. Kevin Walters, Broncos. Broncos, who obviously failed to get into finals last year. They had a big year last year, but fell off right at the end. And then this year, they've come off and gotten to a grand final as well. So, Kevi Walters has had a big year with the Brisbane Broncos. You go to Andrew Webster, who has obviously um, coached his side from being 14th, 15th, 16th over the previous years to getting into a grand final qualifier and being a very dominant team, a very dominant top four team as well. Um, So, definitely a shout there, Andrew Webster. Ivan Cleary. Third year in a row, he's getting his Panthers side to a grand final. Uh, Fourth year in a row, they've been in a grand final. Sorry, it's the fourth year in a row he's getting them to a grand final. Could be the third in a row that they're going to win though. So, um, you know, he's had a massive past three years. He's had a massive past three years. I think he was unlucky last year with Todd Payton having a massive year with the Cowboys not to get the award as well. Um, But... Yeah, I mean, he's definitely close second for me. I've got to go with Andrew Webster, just the circumstances of this season. Again, any three of these coaches could get this award, and I wouldn't second guess it one bit. So I'm going to go with Andrew Webster, though. The circumstances the Warriors have had over the past year, um, I think that I've got to go with Andrew Webster, and I think a lot of people would agree. Captain of the year, we've got Adam Reynolds, Torhu Harris, or Isaiah Yo. Isaiah Yo dragging his side to potentially a three in a row grand final. Um, winning a grand final for the third time in a row, I should say. Fourth time in a grand final in the past four years. So that is an insane record there for Isaiah Yo. Um, Adam Reynolds taking his side to a grand final as well. Uh, Had a big year for the Brisbane Broncos, and yes, he has been in and out with injury, but he's been an outstanding captain for this side and very vocal as well. We've seen some of the clips, obviously, this year of how vocal he is with this team and how much of a leader he is for this team. Toru Harris captaining a side that went on to go from 15th to getting into a grand final qualifier as well and never say die attitude. As we said before, he's just been so strong for them. I'm gonna go with Adam Reynolds. And I think Torhu Harris is a close second for me, but I'm gonna go with Adam Reynolds as Uh, you know, just the circumstances unwanted pretty much by the Rabadoes. Um, you know, obviously didn't want to take that one-year deal. He wanted a bit of security. See were only offering him one year. And he chose to go with the Broncos for a longer year. Obviously, there was a lot of concern with him. Had a lot of injuries going into the few years that he has been with the Broncos. Uh, but he's come in this year and been in for most of the year as well, which is what Broncos fans would have wanted. And he's played really good football. He's had probably the best kicking game in the competition as well. Adam Reynolds, for me, captain of the year. I wouldn't second guess it one bit. I think that you have to pick him. Tohu Harris, though, definitely a close second for the Warriors. Big circumstances swaying you that way, and again, pick any three of these guys, I wouldn't second-guess it one bit. Now, Rookie of the Year, and this is an interesting one because a lot of people's first choice is Senea Taruva, and obviously a lot of people wouldn't think that he'd be eligible, but he is. Obviously, he hadn't played too many games last year, which makes him eligible for Rookie of the Year this year. Started off the year playing for Fiji as well and killed it in the Fiji space uh, at fullback as well. Uh, you know, he's a first choice fullback, but he's come in uh, and played wing for the Panthers this season and absolutely killed it. Been a top try scorer uh, and done some outstanding things for the Panthers as well on that wing spot. So he's been great this year. Definitely a lot of people's first choice for rookie of the year. Now, I guess a shout that not many people would have expected in this nominee race is Will Warbrick. Um, obviously came in a bit later in the year, uh, and has been quite decent for the Melbourne Storm as well, I just don't think that he matches with these other two guys that are in this list, a massive shout, and I wouldn't second guess it one bit, if Jereen Buller gets this award over Sunia Taruva, obviously he's one of the nominees as well, the three nominees being Doreen Buller, Will Warbrick, and Sunia Taruva, I am going to go with slightly, and it's a Big call from me, and a lot of people are going to step back on it as well, but I'm going to go with Doreen Buller. I think, yes, the Tigers haven't had a lot of success, but in that lack of success has come an outstanding player, obviously just re-signed with the West Tigers long-term as well, an outstanding player, consistent stats every week that he's been in this side. A lot of people had a lot of pushback on it because uh, Dane Laurie, uh, was promised to be the first-choice guy. Uh, obviously, now he's gone back to the Penrith Panthers because he's not that first-choice guy because Jareem Buller came in and has been consistent ever since he came in and I would even say has been getting better every single week that he's been in this West Tigers side as well. So, uh, Jareen Buller, massive shout, big call from me, but I think that he's the rookie of the year this year with Sineas Ruba um, definitely in close second. And we move on to the try of the year. Uh, we've obviously got Dominic Young, uh, Matthew Fagai, and Sania Taruva. Now, I need to actually go and watch these tries before I make a call there. But those are the three guys in the running to get that award. I don't know what tries they're referring to, so I'm going to have to go back and watch that one. And we'll obviously, we'll find out in the on the Daily M Night as well, but I'm not going to really vote on that one. Tackle of the Year nominees are Joseph Tarpane, Hamolio Oluquatu, and Ezra Mam. And I think I know what one they're talking about for Esmer- Esmer- Ezra Mam, sorry. Um, but, yeah, know, I can't really think of it too much off the top of my head. But yeah, look, those are the nominees for the Dallium Awards. I've pretty much gone through every award and given you who I think is going to win out of the nominees. Let me know what you guys think in the comment section. Obviously, going to put a post out today about this as well. But they're my nominees, uh, and they're the nominees for the Dallium Awards, and who I think will win each award as well. Whoa.